JD Talking Sports. It is Thursday, November 19th, 2020. DK Metcalf, man. I don't know how the ball hit him in the freaking face. It's like Marsha Brady with a helmet on. Like, DK, you got to hold on to the ball. I found TikTok, which I'm very excited about. So I can now put videos on there that I couldn't do before and talk about specific things, which I do in the podcast. But it's very minute, like 15-second blurbs, and I'm loving it. I am loving it. The Cardinals are down 16. Oh, yeah, they're going to call a flag. Man, he got, he got tagged right there, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he got hit. He got right into his face. Yeah, Diggs. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, he, they're chirping. They're chirping. They're talking a little trash right there. So Hopkins was going up. The ball was over his head. And, yeah, Quinton Diggs did not need to do that hit. Yeah. Oof. Well, he hit him legit in the shoulder, but... Hopkins wanted that freaking flag. That's how a guy gets hurt. And Seattle is 60-1 and one since 2012 when leading by four-plus points. They're up 16-7 and a half. Their only loss was week seven in overtime at Arizona. How about that? 60-1 and one when leading by four-plus points at halftime. They always have these stats that nobody else has. I'm always like that. The Super Bowl is going to be cashless because, you know, you hit a money. That means someone else touching, other people touching. And if you bring cash, you can get $500 gift cards, I guess, because I know you're going to spend $500. It's probably just going to get you a hamburger, maybe a soda and a pretzel. And if it's a soft pretzel, I get the soft pretzel, but it's got to be a soft pretzel. But this isn't a very good game. It's been pr- pretty boring for the first half. And oh, and Hopkins doing a little push to Diggs. Diggs like, you really want some of this? You really do? I don't know how Hopkins, if, if he's a tough guy, if he can take a punch. But Arizona's got to do something here. Yeah, now they're driving. Yeah, a little bit of noise right there. Now, crazy day yesterday. Clay Thompson, who missed all last year from the knee injury from the 2019 final, right? Didn't he miss the 2019 finals? And then during the 2019 finals. So he missed all the 1920 season. He's going to miss all the 2021 season because he tore his Achilles in a workout in LA, which really sucks. That was a terrible pass from freaking. Wow. Kyler Murray did, did not throw a good ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Could have went for a lot of yards right there. Like, right there. But Clay Thompson is now going to miss his year 29 years, year 30 year playing, and no bueno. No bueno at all. Yeah, I'm watching this pass to Hopkins. Not a good pass. And he, Hopkins was pissed. Murray, Murray was pissed. Kyler, you got to do a better, th- better throw. Got to have a better throw right there. He would have went for major yardage right there. But how about that? So he's missing two straight seasons. Now he's got even a longer recovery. And it's the other leg. It's not the – he tore his left knee. I think it's his right Achilles. or I, I, It's one of the – I, I, I got I to gotta look it up exactly. But Clay Thompson and then Robinson Cano tested positive for – I want to make sure I get this right. Because all this shit happened. I mean, the Clay Thompson thing sucks because, you, you know – that's a bad. That's a bad thing for them. They they got Wiseman from Memphis with the second pick in the draft. So Cano tested positive for a performance enhancing drug drug called stenazolol. Stenazolol. He'll be suspended the entire year. He's going to lose twenty four million. He's lost twelve million previously. Thirty six million dollars for his stupidity, and. This is interesting. So the, the Mets are off the hook for $24 million, and they still are expected to receive about $4 million from the Mariners. That Seattle money goes to the Mets, not Cano. 
Wow. So they're going to get that. I saw that. I was like, wow. So how is Robert's going to and I'm thinking, was he ever off the steroids? And the Yankees only were going to offer him a seven-year deal, which would have ended his contract this year. He got a 10-year deal with the Mets. So I think they're still on the hook for two more years after this. But he keeps, get, he keeps getting in trouble. And I have Hopkins, and he has one reception for seven yards in fantasy. Yeah. That's, that's no bueno. Yeah, that's not good at all. I, I know. I'm all over the place today. I'm sorry, folks. But, I mean, you know, I got the game on in the background, and I'm thinking about Cano. Was Cano ever clean? And if he was... How do you piss away $36 million in salary? Does he even give a shit? He's made a lot of money his career. The Yankees wouldn't give him the big contract. Went to Seattle, goes to the Mets. Really never took the money. Could have stayed with the Yankees and been on a glorious run with them. He hit the ball great. He was, you know, listen, I don't know. Was he friends with A-Rod? Did he have uh, a doctor that wasn't hiding the drugs enough? But I guess he felt maybe his career was on the downside. He was hitting better. I think he was hitting 400, 400 at one point this season. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of stunned that these guys, I mean, he's pissing away his legacies for shit now. This is the second time. Second time he lose a whole goddamn season. So I just read that. I was like disgusted with him. I was just, I was, just, you know, so stupid. So stupid. $24 million he's going to lose. Miss the whole season. And it doesn't even care. Yeah, and Mike Puma said, by the time this second suspension concludes, Cano will have literally pissed away $36 million in his career. I wrote, does he even care? I don't think he does. I think some guys just don't give a shit. I think some guys do. I think some guys don't. And you know what? And how many guys are clean? I think Trevor Bauer was like, you know, how many guys are actually playing clean, playing the right way? And I don't, I'm not 100% sure anymore. You know, now you're going to look at every guy's stats that puts up great numbers and go, was the guy clean his whole career? Was he taking shit? Was he not? And it ruins it for the guys that are playing the game the right way. It really does. Yeah, not good. No bueno. No bueno big time on that front. And I saw that, uh, you know, that Brasso, pitcher Brasso by Chapman got reduced from three games to two games. The Mets are going to play opening day against the... Nationals in Washington, April 1st at 7 p.m. If there is a beginning of the season, I mean, New York City schools are closing. Then they're saying indoor dining, gyms. Joey Bumbles is not going to be happy about that. I guess we'll see what how this all works out in the long run, but numbers are going up. It's crazy. It's just ins- insanity. Michigan said I did not mention her enough. The love of my life. I mention her now. She is enjoying herself in the sun and fun. Not in New York. And that's all I'm going to say on that front. And as well she should. She had a very good day. And if she's happy, I'm happy. She said, you didn't mention me in your last podcast. Well, now I'm mentioning it, okay? I'm putting it out there. Putting it out there for my listeners. And thank you all for listening. JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. I like that very much. College football, 15 games now. Canceled or postponed this week. Texas at Kansas. 15 games. Since August 26th, a total of 78 FBS games have been canceled or postponed. Six have been made up. Maryland, Michigan State is now off. Maryland coach Mike Loxley tested positive. He has COVID. I saw Jim Beheim from Syracuse has COVID. It's serious shit, folks out there. You got, we got to take care of this stuff. You got to take care of this. I know Hal's not happy about that. They said the, the LSU Arkansas LSU game is in jeopardy too on 
this weekend. Saturday is Tennessee at Auburn. Tennessee, since October 10th, is 0-4, 274 yards per game and 10 turnovers. Auburn is 3-1 with four turnovers, 474 yards per game. And they gave Jeremy Pruitt that new contract extension. That really worked out well for him. Yeah, big time. And Quinn Ewers, the former Texas commit, the number one quarterback in the 2022 class, is going to the dump Ohio State. And the rich keep getting richer. And now they said this hurts Urban Meyer if he comes to Texas. I don't know if he's coming. Is he coming? Is he not coming? Who knows? I mean, time will tell. You know, I mean, listen, Pac-12 said they're not going to let any non-conference games. Well, now that Colorado had the game canceled this weekend, they were talking, mean, I think against Utah, that they're we're talking about Colorado playing Colorado State because Colorado State's in the Mountain West, their game got canceled, so they're going to let them play non-conference before the season's had no non-conference. Guys, you should just get any games in now. It should just be any games. That's what you really want. You want games in. That's the most important thing. Games in. That's, that, that's the most important thing, right? I, to me, that's the most important thing going on. Get the goddamn games in. Okay, so the College Football Management Committee met yesterday and committed to keeping the playoff as scheduled. They also decided if a semifinalist is unable to play because of a COVID-19 disruption after Selection Day on December 20th, the selection committee would not choose a replacement team. Okay, so that's that's going to work out for the best. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that should happen anyway, but that's not a bad thing. I, I don't know. And I, I saw that the Raiders' defense is there's been hit by the contract taste tracing and all the testing, so their game might be jeopard, in jeopardy against the Chiefs. The Chiefs want to avenge their only loss of the season. They're 8-1, and one, and I think they're going for their seventh double-digit win of the season, which is crazy when you think about that. And Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech was supposed to be on, was originally scheduled for November 14th. It's going to now be played Thursday, December 10th per ACC. I know that's vital. I sometimes put stuff down. I'm like, I'm laughing as I'm writing it down. I'm like, this is this is kind of stupid to write it. But, you know, you got to write these things. And it's kind of funny in its own case. And, yeah, so I was talking. I got a lot of NBA. OB uh, Toppin, they said the force is strong with this one. He's coming, 22-year-old. They said his ceiling might be reached for the Knicks but that he's coming in and every team pretty much coveted him and that's a good pickup for them. They 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 uh, released, uh, they didn't pick up the player option on Taj Gibson, on Bobby Portis. That was $25 million. I think with all the dr- cuts and all the drops, the waving of everything, they, they, up, they have $40 million in cap space. Kenny Wooden, who was a shot blocker out of Oregon who never even played, he just played for the Westchester G League team who they thought was promising, people talked about. They waived him. I don't know why Thibodeau got rid of a guy like him. That's the kind of guy you want to build on. These are young guys you want to build around. And Reggie Bullock is $4.2 million team option. He's a 3 and D guy, so they picked him up. Also, Theo Pinson, Pinson, the former Tar Heel, he was waived from the team. And just and Gordon Gordon Hayward turned down $34 million this season, which someone said, if, if the Knicks pay him $35 million, then I'm done here. And I was like... Well, you never know. So he turned it down. They said he might re-sign because he wants a long-term deal. I don't know. $34 million for him seems like a lot of money. Uh, you know, and the Knicks picked up. They also picked up. They traded. Ed Davis got traded from Utah to the Knicks who, for basically $5 million, but they got two future second-round draft picks. That's what they really got it for. I guess we'll see how that all works out. And they also took, with the 25th pick, Emmanuel Quickly, the SEC Player of the Year, who is 48 on a lot of players' boards. But the thing is, Kenny Payne, the new assistant, is from Kentucky. So they want, I guess, the Kentucky connection. They said he really is an athletic. He's a point guard. He can play small. He can play as a shooting guard. But he's not athletic. But he comes with a 
great character and he plays hard. I, I, I just feel like all these guys, you throw it against the wall and you hope it sticks. I really do. I mean, Trevor Ariza went from the Pistons to the Rockets. I'm sorry, from the from the Trailblazers to the Rockets to the Pistons. They, they traded him and the number 16 pick yesterday to Detroit. So all within a couple of days, he's gone to three. He's on his third franchise. The Nets got uh, Landry Shamit out of from Wichita State, the former Clipper, twenty three. She's about forty percent from three, forty two percent actually last year. Nine points, two rebounds, and assist. I get they gave the nineteenth pick in the draft to get him. DK Metcalf, Jesus Christ! You watch, he catches the ball, and he goes for another 10, 15 yards. It's sixteen, fourteen, Seattle. So we got a good second half, which is all I asked for. I don't know. They they got him. Luke Kennard went went to the Clippers and the shit. And who was the uh, who was the third team involved? Detroit. I think it was Detroit. Detroit got. Uh, I think the Clippers got four second round picks out of it. I don't know. They, there was a bunch of draft picks they got ended up getting out of it. And the Mavs traded Seth Curry to Josh Richardson because they said the Mavs don't have any wing wing guys playing at the wings is what they need, and that Josh Richardson is going to answer that. And Seth Curry is now with Philly. We don't know where. The beard is going. Harden's going to end up. He's going to go to the Nets, or he's going to go to the Sixers. I mean, we'll guess. But I don't know. I was asking Ben. I didn't get it back to. He didn't get back to me. But they're saying that uh, uh, Shamit is a good pickup. I love Marcus Howard getting signed a to a a two way deal with the Nuggets. He was the career Big East leading scorer. Adam Marquette averaged twenty seven point eight last year. 41% 41% from three, 25 the year before. He's undersized, but the guy can shoot. And if you can score, you can score. And you can find a place for him on the team. And, you know, they keep bringing these guys. They got uh, R.J. Hampton, another guy who f- could be good for them for years ago. He went over to Australia, didn't have a great year over there. But they said he's a lot of talent. I saw the 52nd pick was Kenyon Martin Jr., who played at IMG in his prep year, didn't go to college. And they said he has incredible athleticism. The thing like his dad only 215 pounds, so he doesn't have a lot of weight on him. If he can put some weight on, I think he'll help Houston in the long run. We'll see how that works out. And the, the Nets didn't pick up the $5 million option on Garrett Temple because they have uh, uh, TLC, the Timothy Luanu Cabarro, and now they have Shamit crowded back backcourt. Tw- and it's going to be 28 months between NBA games for Clay Thompson. As I said, 28 months is a long freaking time. I mean, I know he, they said he looked good, but it's kind of scary to miss all that time playing. I mean, that's a lot of freaking time. And Cole Anthony went 15th to the Orlando. Orlando. Ben loved him. He really didn't have a great year. He had as many assists as turnovers in his year at UNC. He was originally the second-rated prospect coming into the season and then didn't have a great season, and they had their Roy Williams at his first losing season ever, which is no bueno. And he said, Cole Anthony said about himself, he doesn't think that there are 14 people in this draft better than him. It drives him every day. He goes, I want to be judged by my team play. I want every team I'm on to win. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Didn't happen in college. Hopefully he can turn things around. I think he'll be a good pickup. And the 57 pick, the Nets got Reggie Perry, who was a double-double machine at Mississippi State. He's 6'10". You know, he'll fill the lane. I guess Jared Allen, if they get rid of Jared Allen. They, but Jared Allen was putting up double-doubles. I don't know. You, listen, listen, Steve Nash, they got a whole new thing going on there. Spurs picked up Trey Jones, the guard out of Duke, who they said is one of the best on-ball defenders in college basketball, which means that for the Spurs and for uh, 
coach, oh my God, uh, Popovich, Greg Popovich, he is going to be huge for him, huge. And, you know, they don't they, they they draft the great guys. And Precious Achua from Memphis was from Queens was one of him. Ob Toppin, Precious, a great name, Precious Achua, who they said is a high high motor, like six nine and a seven 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 foot wingspan plus. And he, high energy is going to be great for uh, uh, Eric Spolstra's team with Miami. That's going to be a good pickup. We're number 20 to the Heat. So him, Toppin, and Cole Anthony, all New York. First in a while, that three, three New York-bred basketball players won in the first round. And LaMelo went third. His brother goes second. The first brothers ever to go in the top three ever. The two brothers went in the top three in the NBA draft. Now, hopefully he'll have a better career. He went to freaking Charlotte, now MJ, and now LeVar can challenge MJ to one-on-one and get his ass kicked. But, that, you know, whatever you want to say, he has two sons drafted in the top, top three picks. I mean, Lonzo, I don't think, has shown me anything yet. And LaMelo, they think, will be a better pro. And they said they had a nice party in Chino Hills. And he got a new... What do you get, a Rolls-Royce SUV or something? I was like, all right, good for him, man. Let's see if it pans out. Jesus Christ, these guys come so goddamn fast. They grab their legs, and I just look for a second. I'm like, I, could, I couldn't play in the NFL. That, that just would be scary as shit. Whew. Yeah, so Reggie Perry, as I said, 6'10", 10'50", 10, 10, 10, 250. <laughs> 10 point, 17 points, 10.1 rebounds. He's shooting touch, they said, in a big spike in assists, over two assists a game. And then they signed Nate Sestina to an Exhibit 10 contract, which is a one year's deals for the NBA league minimum salary. They also include uh, an optional bonus of up to 50000 if the player doesn't make it in training camp, but signs with the organization's G League affiliate. He's 6'9 forward out of Pennsylvania, played four years at Bucknell, or th- played at Bucknell, and then was a graduate transfer to. Yeah, four years, and then came to Kentucky. In this season championship game, he had 11 points in the number 15, over number 15, Auburn. And he had uh, season-high 17 points with the season-high five three-pointers in a game versus Ohio State in Vegas. Surpassed 1,000 points in his career. Average over 15 points and eight rebounds in four years at Bucknell. Hmm. We'll see. I guess we'll see how that works out. And, you know, so Boyan Bogdanovich was supposed to go from the Bucks to the Kings. Well, they, they're saying that the they arranged a sign-and-trade, but that the included names of several players in the proposed trade and that suggested a contract was set with Bogdanovich nearly four days before the start of free agency. So I guess it didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Crazy, right? And now he's a restricted free agent. I guess we'll see how that all works out. But he didn't want to go play for the Bucks. No, he did not. And Golden State is finalizing a deal to acquire OKC forward Kelly Ubra Jr., who was traded from Phoenix in the CP3 deal. So they're going to finalizing it, but they won't give up a. They'll have a protected first round pick. That they won't give up if you know. I mean, he has to f- f- fall a certain way. But I was like, all right. So it's a protected first round pick, and they they lost Clay Thompson. So, good God. 
I guess we'll see how that all works out. And Al Horford's sister said she's happy he was traded from the 76ers to the Thunders on, when, on Wednesday. She's uh, said that pretending to fucking, to uh, fuck with, to, to pretending to fucking love Philly was exhausting. The most visible fans in the NBA, they sent some nasty stuff to her. I mean, they called her a whore and a slut and everything. They're, they're very happy that it changes to She said Philly hated us because we never hated us, hated on Boston. Yeah. Nah, people are crazy, man. Yeah. Clay Thompson, that really sucks. Say going to put weight on the leg. Yeah. And about Landry Shamit, the Durant said stopping Landry Shamit and the way that he roams around the perimeter was a key for Golden State versus the Clippers last year. And they, they were just seeing how we could do with Ty Lue. That didn't work out. So they said this Clippers has managed Shamit's role this past season, coming off of one of the best rookie three-point shooting seasons ever. He's a good fit around Katie and Kyrie. I guess we'll see how that works out. And Cole Anthony, has, so it's a four-year deal for almost $60 million, $6.7 million guaranteed, and no state taxes. And they said R.J. Hampton for the Denver is a guy who struggled overseas, a distressed asset in this year's draft. Sound familiar? Jalen Murray, some guys get dropped, and bam, it turns out that he could have a really good career with uh, the Nuggets. Yeah. And and I got some NFL. So the Jets, now this is something that bodes well. This, Mark Sanchez told Sam Darnold that, you know, maybe it's time to leave leave New York and I was like oh really wow he's that's he's going there huh he's saying maybe it's best that he uh, takes his I wouldn't call his talents but move on from the Jets I guess we'll see how that works out but Denzel Mims ranks among, among rookies 13th wide receiver drafted 7th receiving yards almost 49 a game 6th in yards per route run 1.76 and 5th in yards per reception 14.6 and that's with Flacco Darnold and terrible coaching I mean, I still can't get over that Frank Gore was having such a great season. That's why LaMichael P. Ryan wasn't getting enough carries because Adam Gase is saying he's such a competitor when you have a, you, you know, you're 0-9, play the young guys. And I'm, it's good to see that Mims now playing. We'll see what he can do. And I talked about Tack McKinley, who was trying to get out of Atlanta. Well, some teams tried to claim him when he was waived by the Falcons, did so when he was waived by the Bengals, per source, the 49ers, Browns, and Raiders. San Francisco had top priority over the Browns and Raiders, so he's now a Niner, and they need help on the defensive line after all the guys they lost this season. And the Cardinals are trying to be atop the division, sole possession of first place for the first time since 2015 during the Carlson, Palmer, and Bruce Arians era. Talked about the Chiefs going for their seventh win this season of double digits and only loss of the season. And the Packers under Matt LaFleur is 20-5, and five, first 25 games, 21-6 if you include the playoffs. They're still looking for some respect. They didn't look great against the Jags. And this week, they're going to play. They're going to go to Indy with a great defense. We'll see how that works out. And NFL, no bullshit. No more indoor, in-person meetings. You can't eat in sort, in, inside. So you got to gra grab food and go sit in your car, which I think is kind of ridiculous. But, I mean, th they said no meetings outside of the – players can't meet outside of the – uh, facility can't meet on their own and all meetings have to be either outdoors in a practice bubble or virtually everybody 
Now, the Rams are playing in a warm place, but what about the Packers and the Vikings? Well, the Vikings do have a massive indoor practice area. So, because NFL, 108 new positive cases between November 1st and 14th. That's a shitload, man. That is a lot of positive cases. And you have Bills Mafia. You have to be, pr you have to be proud that the Bills lead the number, number one passer in, in football with Josh Allen with 28-71 and the number one receiver, Stefan Diggs, with 906. 73 catches, 906, and four touchdowns. Well, they, that's what I missed. I missed a fight, and they threw a guy out of the game. Is that Buda Baker? Because use your head. Yeah, use your fucking head. No, that's not Buda Baker. Buda Baker's 32. Ugh. So, first half, six first downs. Last drive, Arizona had seven. Oh, my God. And now Baker's run and uh, Kyler Murray's running for his life. But, God damn, is he fast. Jesus Christ, he just boop and goes. DeAndre Swift, concussion protocol, might not play against Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater might not play uh, for, the for the Carolina against the Lions, so they're playing each other this week. DK Metcalf, 13 catches at 25-plus yards this season. Most of the NFL, he had a 25-yard TD ca catch in the first quarter. He has five for the season, most of the NFL. Good God. And, so, and uh, Aikman said, Hail Murray. I like that for that. That, that, was the, that was the Hail Murray play. And second and two, and they can't get the goddamn yard. And Joe Mixon can miss his fourth straight game at the Washington football team. Crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. And Jim Nance wants double his salary from $6.5 million. And if not CBS, who's going to pay him? And also, he does all this stuff. Basketball, golf, NFL. I don't think anybody else is going to give him that goddamn money. Nah, I don't think it's happening. No. No, no, I don't think so. Tiger is going to play with his son at the PNC Championship this December. Charlie, his 11-year-old, and him are going to play together. I think that's kind of cool. And Wonder Woman sequel is going to hit theaters, and HBO Max is going to stream it on Christmas Day. I'll watch it. I don't really don't want to, but I'll, we have a bigger screen, but I'd like to see it in the theater, but I guess we'll, we'll take, I think that's whatever he's going to have to do because nothing's coming back. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't see any of this shit coming back before, not for a while either. Yeah, it's just, it's not happening. No, no, I, I don't think so. So I'm going to watch the second half of the football game, went through a little show, talk about some stuff. And uh, I'm on TikTok too, so you got to look at me up in TikTok. Got some stuff on TikTok. All right, check it out. Tell me what you think. Last show's trivia question. What MLB player has won the most MVP awards of all time? Barry Bonds with seven. Today's trivia question. First player to hit a first inning home run in back-to-back -back World Series games. First player in Major League Baseball history to, the, to hit a first inning home run in back-to-back -back World Series games. All right, send on my left to Michigan. Mr. and Mr. S., my parents, Gumbo Chef, great workout today. Bill, as always, Harris, hope you're well. James, it was great talking to you. I got my 50-pound kettlebell. I'm excited about that. Do not watch Titans. It was not very good. Oh, and FBI wasn't that good, and SWAT wasn't that good. But FBI, and do not, I'll tell you, I cannot eat tuna fish. I have such indigestion from this goddamn tuna fish. I sound like an old man. Ugh. All right, folks, that's it. Peace out. Talk to you later.